not really sure what to call this at this point, other than I like to gamble. I like to talk to my friends about gambling. And this is one of the best weeks to gamble, not only because of the Super Bowl, but because I get it. It's not a signature event. It's not like this big deal as even in the last few years. But I love the waste management open out in Phoenix, TPC Scottsdale. I love it. Of the non-major events that are played on the PGA Tour, this is my favorite event. Sorry to my friends at Sedgefield, but this is the one that I love the most. So I figured what better to do than to ask my friend Josh Goodson, RTP Mortgage, and Bennett Johnson from the Heaster Automotive Group to join me and potentially make some winning picks here on the... Look at that. That looks very original to me, the OG Gambling Syndicate logo. Uh, yes, it might look like a certain USFL team, but this is the internet. That's how the world works. We're allowed to just kind of re reappropriate things for ourselves. That was your cue, Bennett, to say, yes, it looks very much like you stole it and you're not creative enough to come up with that. Well, no, it, it, it does look stolen, but it also points to the fact that no one knows what the USFL really is, that who would even know what their logos are or their exactly. team or their city. Yeah. So, I mean, really, who cares? It felt safe to me. It felt safe to me. Um, so the, let's start with uh, the weight management. TPC Scottsdale, this is a course that Scotty Scheffler's won the last two years. In my opinion, this is a bomber's course. Uh, it, uh, Scheffler, obviously, you go back. Uh, Brooks Kepka was the winner in 21. And I think the crowd, 16, the, the par three, the stadium par three there. Uh, of course, Webb Simpson, not a bomber, won this in 2020. So it can be had. It's a it's a your your standard TPC score TPC course. I love that the 17th hole is a drivable par four, and I love the 18 over water is another one of those iconic drives. So for my money, 16, 17, 18, this is the best finish. Slander time to me. This is the best finish in golf. I, I love these final three holes. So okay. I know, like I, I'm professing my love here for for TPC Scottsdale, cool. and I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of some other ones, like you know, whatever. But okay, wow, is this Masters Week? I mean, we just call this the best tournament in, in the world. Okay, no, wow. road, what about the Road Hole? It's St. Andrews. Like. <laughs> they don't have three. I, know, I get 18 is drivable on on St. Andrews, but I oh, I love the drivable. They don't even hit driver. They hit three wood on 17. Yeah. Like Jillian's I love crazy. that. Is Wayne Ranch been looking to sponsor podcasts? I mean, my goodness. Why not? Uh, then they have to unleash the fury on 18. I love that long drive on 18. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with Josh Goodson because you are the first-round leader master. There is a method to your madness. And while I'm not sure your first-round leaders have been coming home early here in the start of the PGA Tour season, I do know you've had some other system plays that have been paying off handsomely for you. So, yeah. first round leader again for those new to gambling. And of course, March 11th, we can do this legally. So, in just about a month, you're going to be able to pull up my DraftKings account or yours or FanDuel or any of the other uh, sites that will be legal here in North Carolina and place these bets. And that's why we're here. We're trying to help you win some money. Um, first round leader is the score, the person who has the best score from the first round, rather self explanatory. The odds are usually amazing. Uh, the caveat there, though, is the number of people who tie for the lead, that's what your payout is divided by. So you you obviously are hoping for a single single leader, great payout, move it along. Most of the times it's going to be divided by three, four, maybe even sometimes five. So, Josh, your first round leader system plays for yeah. 
the waste management. Let's start with them. Well, I haven't been able to do many recently because the last, I think, three tournaments have been like split course tournaments. Yeah. So they've played at three different places. So they don't, they don't even offer first round leaders because certain courses are harder and, and whatnot. So they haven't even offered me to even bet them, which might be a good thing. So quickly going over my system. I like guys who make birdies because that's honestly what this matters. Who's going to go out and just make a bunch of birdies. I like guys who have played well or in good form. Duh. And then I like guys, I'll, I'll kind of look at history on this particular course. So I try to come up with some recipe, use it concoction with all that, and, and go look at the odd sheets. And Joe knows this, Bennett knows this. I don't – I'm not going to go pick Scotty Scheffler just because there's no value in that. Like it's just not enough not enough juice for me for, for that one. So the ones I have today, Akshay Batia, local guy. He makes a bunch of birdies. Uh that's just the easy part of it. So Akshay, 61 to 1. Ricky Fowler, 58 to 1. Okay. Now, when you say you're going to take these guys, this is like this is a $25 bet? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. 58 to 1. Ricky. Uh, Adam had one as 51 to 1. I believe he finished top five here last year. So a little course history. Charlie Hoffman. Our guy. Where the hell is Charlie Hoffman? Chung Yeezy. Champion. Charlie is 140 to 1. It's preposterous. He shot three rounds in the 60s there last year. I mean, I'm he's from that, you know, from that area, Southern Cal, Arizona area. So 140 to 1. Chesson Hadley. Chesson's been pretty good on day ones this year so far. Another local guy. Raleigh guy. Nice. 93 to 1. Mark Hubbard. Old mother, seventy-four to one. He finished top five last week, so he bet he definitely fits the bill of didn't win last week but playing well. I'm rarely going to take anybody who won last week because sometimes they they poured it out and they've been yeah. drinking all week and just to show up on Thursday to do well is not something I'm in on. The Hoge coin, Hoagie, seventy-two to one has played well there, played well last week. Brendan Todd, another local guy. Another local. 83 to 1. He's played well this year, first rounds. Does does Brendan Todd fit old guy now? Hoffman, I think, does. Does Brendan Close. Todd qualify as an old guy? Close. Yeah, I thought about him more with Kucher, but I went with Brendan Todd because Todd has played a little bit better. You might as well just start Lucas Glover in there, and then you'll get the whole camaraderie of everyone 40s and over. Well, as, as we go along this year, you'll see that there's usually an old guy. There's usually an Asian guy. And there's usually a local, so we're we're, we're hitting all of the bingo card here early. Four more, uh, first round quick, four more. Yeah. Nick Taylor, eighty-eight to one, first round leader. He finished second place in this tournament last year. Yes, Canadian. That feels Canadian. like it hits the Bennett Johnson. Uh, I was going to say Canadian. we have to add Canadian to the bingo card there. Well, Adam Hadwin's also a Canadian, so we've got yes. we've got two. I, I thought about singing the national anthem earlier when you said him, but <laughs> all right. So Hadwin, what was his number? Hadwin was fifty-one to one. Okay, and Nick Taylor's number? 88 to 1. Okay, perfect. And then three more. Scott, Scott Stallings is 110, 110 to 1. He played well there last year. I think he was like shot 65 or 64 in the opening round last year. Grayson Murray in great okay. form. Local guy, 125 to 1. Again, this is a lot of these numbers are just based on, come on, like this guy is playing well, has played well, can make a bunch of birdies. And then the last one, Minwoo Lee. 40 to 1. So that's your lowest odds, 40 to 1. 40 to 1, lowest odds. 
He makes a bunch of birdies. He won. Didn't he win out on the uh, European tour potentially in the last couple month or so, or was in contention at least? I know he had been playing in that Dubai circuit that some of the other it's guys. Called the race to Dubai, Josh. Mm-hmm. Correct. So he had been over there. Um, but yeah, those are my first round leader plays. For this All right. Week. So twelve picks at twenty five bucks is three hundred dollar outlay. Your minimum payout there is a G forty one. Yep. Min Wu. That's that's this is why I like golf gambling. Now you have to hit it at least once, you know, this week, next week, or one of these weeks. But I have confidence that you will. You hit one, and it could pay for a month's worth of tournaments and such. And so, yeah. All right, Bennett, let's go to you for a top twenty pick in the waste management. Yes. So, um, you, good saying. You're gonna love this. I just get excited. Okay. This is solely picked because Clemson beat Carolina last night in basketball. Oh, wow. Okay. Something that never happens. What, Something what, what, what? that never happens okay. in Clemson basketball, as you guys have astutely determined, is the NC State of football. When you expect the least, they deliver. As soon as you get your hopes up, completely fall apart. <laughs> is there one guy on tour that fits the bill more than Joel Damon? That guy... You think, he, is he even on tour? Is he still playing? What's he doing? You watch the Netflix series. He's like, I don't even really know if I'm going to be out here. Then all of a sudden he shoots 64-65 on a Friday. You're like, oh, wow. And his caddy's like, hey, I'm telling you, he could be the best player in the world if he would just freaking practice. So following up the Clemson win last night, I'm thinking expect the least from Joel. He is, I think it was plus, yeah, plus 1,100 for a top 20 finish. He That's is, great value. So, and I was like, okay, well, is it just funny games or is there something to back this up? He's 22nd in, on tour with regards to approach. You guys know I'm all about strokes gained. I like to know how you're competitive or competitively speaking, each shot in the game, how you compare it to your competition. 22nd in approach on tour is actually pretty good for someone that really is not on form. So if he can combine that with some other aspect, if he can putt well, drive well, there's a chance, you know, to finish top 20 here, you probably need to be eight, nine under par, more or less. You know, that's not really firing on all cylinders. So maybe Joel can go out there. You just need two good days from him. And, you you know, make the cut, play decent on Saturday, and you're going to be in contention for a top 20. So, and plus 1,100 for someone that has had tour success is really not bad. Oh, I, that gets my sales approval. The, the, the plus 1,100 to me is, yeah. is the most important part There's there. There's the odds. I was going to say, Josh, I think it's important, too, to point out some of the events we've already seen have been no-cut events. They've been these signature events. They've been smaller fields. And, you know, it's it's harder to find good odds. Um, but I think in an event like this, is just a regular old PGA Tour event. we got a full field. There's a cut. And you know, it's actually not a great field. Uh, Xander yeah. Shoffley is someone who hasn't won here but actually annually plays well here. I think it's, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. That Scotty Scheffler is plus 450 to win any golf tournament. I realize he's won here the last two years in a row, but that seems preposterous to me. Like that, that's like Tiger Woods level golf gambling. And Scotty Scheffler is not him, it's not who he is. And winning a tournament three times in a row is extremely rare on tour. So, you know, I think that's kind of a little bit of a sucker number from Vegas, just trying to get people to latch on to something because. I mean, to win three times in a row in a tournament is, 
I'm thinking it's only happened like seven, it's less than 20 times ever in the history of the tour. So, you know, to think it's going to be the 21st time this week is probably a little short-sighted. Josh, do you have a top 20? Top 20, I do. Played well there last year, shot 63 in the final round. Bo Hostler. Plus the number I'm guessing is good. He's plus 200. It's not actually great oh. odds, but but again, Ooh. that also kind of tells me I feel like I'm on, you know, sometimes we look at numbers, you're like, you might be on the right side. Like you might, you're lot, the, the number can also get, give you a uh, feeling of like, hmm, if I, I didn't even look at the number before I saw who I wanted to pick. Mm-hmm. When I saw Bo, Bo Hostler at plus 200, I was like, okay, they kind of want me. They're implying that he has a really good chance, chance of finishing in the top 20, is what mm-hmm. it amounts to. So when uh-huh. I look at the top 20s and top 10s, personally, the value is great. Like the Joel Damon's pick. I kind of use these as give me the these are like layups to me to an extent because it also like almost helps me fund the uh, fund the first round leader stuff if I don't hit one of those. So like I like Bo Hostler and I'll give me a bit more of a hedge then is what you're saying. Yeah, I like I like Justin Thomas as my top 10. He's like plus 150 to finish top 10. It's just like I will take a plus 150 play. He's been playing well top 10 take the easy sometimes you got to take the easy money right i don't yeah. think that's the wrong thing to say so. my guy is uh Mer- mercurial grayson murray but okay. i like the value here at plus 550 he has been playing well he won out in hawaii this is the type of track that is becomes a birdie fest uh i, I you could man he is a complete wild card you talk about guys who are talented uh he's obviously had some some personal issues that he's dealt with i think he's on the other side of those and i i I think he's motivated. You know, I think that's a big part of all this too. You know, you see the split live in the PGA and you realize like, do you want to keep your card? Like they're, they're so competitive um, week to week. And if you get a field like this where you can make a little, Hey, I think you do see some of those guys, but like a Brendan Todd who've been around who Brendan Todd, I, I love in, in tournaments like this because I feel like he understands the assignment. You know what I mean? Like, Brendan Todd's not going to win the players. Brendan, Brendan Todd's not going to win like some stacked super field. But at an event like this, this is where usually Brendan Todd makes his money. So I think Grayson Murray's on that similar type of motivated track, even with the win. I just think his form is there. He He's a birdie machine too. Another one of those with Akshay. So plus 550 for the top 20. What you got in the top 10, Bennett? I um checking off the bingo card here with one of our Canadian friends, Corey Connors. Okay. He's someone um, that I bet a lot last year. And he, I mean, I think he hit almost every time. And whether I had him uh, top five, I, I did have him as a first round leader one time, um, a top 20 guy. He's just honestly kind of a little bit of what you're saying, Julia. No one's thinking Corey Connors is going to win the Masters. No one's thinking he's going to go out there and win the U.S. Open. But on a typical PGA Tour, tournament he's a guy that's going to show he's he's not a miscut guy he knows how to play on thursday and friday and get to the weekend fourth in greens and regulation on tour he hasn't shot over 70 all year on tour again like you mentioned it's been a weird start to the season they played all different courses no cut events yada yada but he's still been shooting in the 60s all year this is a course you 70 is not going to get it done here you're going to have to shoot 65 one day a 68 one day so he's someone that when he gets hot with the irons, he hits the green, you know, b- basically every hole. Um, um, poor, par fours, I think his uh, green regulation was actually first on tour. So if you're getting looks 
here. You can make putts here. It's not the world's most difficult greens. So you're looking at a guy that just gives as many opportunities as possible, put it on the green, try to make some putts. He is plus 500 to finish top 10. A little bit of what Goodson said. It's like, hey, they're kind of saying this is a, a guy that has a good chance to finish top 10 here. When you start talking about odds for a top 10 finish, obviously they start tightening up a little bit. So plus 500 for Corey Connors. I should also point out in the top 20, top 10 bets. Now you can shop these around in March because uh, different sites offer different payouts. But most sites, if there are 24 people who finish tied for 20th in the top 20, you get paid 20 divided by 24. That's what you get paid. You don't get paid the full amount. Same thing with top 10s. I don't like top 10 bets because I just feel like I never hit them. Uh, I, I find I usually have better luck with top 20 bets than I do with top 10 bets, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Josh, do you have a top 10? Well, build on that, the top 10 stuff's hard because usually it's either one of – if you finish in the top 10, like two things have happened. You thought you might be in the lead. You might be in contention on Sunday, and the pressure is going to get to you, and you're in the last <laughs> third group. And that guy finishes 15th. And That's then, happened yeah, a lot to me. <laughs> and like, so you feel good, but like a lot of times guys will backdoor into the top 10. Like we, they talk about Rory in the majors, right? Now Rory's a different animal because Rory wins them, but he has so many backdoor, like non-competitive, wasn't ever going to win the thing, but was 27th going into Sunday and shot 68 and right. eighth. So, and I know just knowing your personality, Julio, like th those just eat at you. Cause it's, it's like, it's like taking the favorite in basketball and they're covering the whole time and then they don't cover. You're like, no, I, I had the right side. I had the right guy who should have been a top 10 guy. He was in the second to last group. He was one shot out of the lead. And then he shot 76 and finished 17. <laughs> Opening my scars over here. What are you doing to me? <laughs> no, so top 10s I, are, I can be, can just play mind games with you. Top yeah. 20s are usually you're there or not. Right. Okay. It's not like Sunday. You're like, you're, you're like, you, you kind of know what's going to happen by then. So. Do you have a top? If you don't, it's okay. Like that could be Bennett's thing. Just like first round leaders are your thing. What do I have a, what do you have a top 10? Yeah. JT. Oh, oh JT. You did that whole monologue. So we weren't sure if you were participating or not. Yeah. i lay up <laughs> again. This is based on a hedge a little bit, right? Cause this is only plus one thirty. Like I hate this return here. Yeah. I it's for me, it's a, at some point where you have to take the, um, you got to take the good golfers in some 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 respect, and and guys that are playing well. And if you're in this, like I play, I do golf gambling more for the high, you know, the high highs and stuff like that. Obviously, but the scratch offs, yeah. You got The good golfers finish in the top ten a lot, like a lot. Like that's why they're the good. That's why they're the good golfers. That's the dumbest thing in the world. But like Scotty Scheffler, I think is like minus one sixty to finish top ten. He's probably going to finish in the top ten just by showing up and like playing halfway decent. So I'm, I'm yeah. taking JT was just, just like, give me the easy money. Better All right. Before we get to our winner picks, look at that. Josh Goodson, RTP mortgage. The numbers are, are moving the right direction. Aren't they? We're good, man. Yeah. Rates have come down, but more importantly, prices are still going up. And I'm not saying that helped me yet. We don't want prices to go up. Home prices like that doesn't, it's not great. But what that means is everyone who has waited on the sideline being like, I'm waiting for prices to go down. It ain't happening. Right. And it didn't happen last year when rates were at 20 year highs. And so business is starting to pick up because people are finally, if I want to buy a house, this is the market price price of buying a certain house. And you just got to dip your, dip your, go ahead and dip your toes in the water and, and take the, take the full plunge, I guess. So business is shooting up and rates are still projected to come down this year. So it's a good time to buy a house and that's not a salesy thing. It's just reality. 
best you know. best way to get in touch with you is on the website or you want the, the phone number? That's my phone. The okay. 252 Lenore County. You'll see that pop up or it'll pop up. I think it actually pops up as Kinston. It's what I call you. But 252-361-1415. All right. And Bennett, uh, I feel like I should have a, a service here on the Heaster Automotive Group that I, I texted you about my my used car and I was like, hey, uh, before I sell this to some other random person, I'm like, do you guys buy used cars? You're like, yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I'll sell it to you. Of course I'll sell it to you. Uh, your guys came out. I mean, it couldn't have been any easier than what it was on my end. I know you had to track a few documents down, of course, on my end, but that's that's why you guys are the best at the Heaster Automotive Group. What else do you have going on? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, a lot of people don't think dealerships buy cars, but we do. We buy cars every day. Um, there's only two, three ways we can get cars. We can buy them, trade for them, or buy them at auction. And the best way to buy to get a car into our inventory is to buy it from someone you know. So, you know, you text me that day, and the next uh, next business day, we had a check yeah. for you, you know, at yeah. your door. So we can do that for anybody, anybody across the state. You can call me, 919-524-3348. Um, buy, sell, trade, whatever you need. Go to heisterauto.com. I just came back from Vegas, humble brag, right? Okay. More about that moment. Were you working? <laughs> I was working. And um, just like Josh said, for years, the car market was really tight. People were like, oh, I got to wait for prices to come down. Every It's really expensive to buy a car right now. Well, the good news is the manufacturers noticed that. So a lot of good new rebates coming out starting right now in February for um, all of our products, which are Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. So Look on our website. We got a lot of updated prices. You'll see a lot of prices have come down just in the last sixty days, and rates have tipped over a little bit, come down a little bit. So now is a really good time to buy a car. Check them out, Heaster Automotive Group. So we appreciate Bennett uh, for supporting us here at OG Media. All right, let's make some picks on winners for the Waste Management Open. Um, I'm actually I'll go with mine first. I already said it. Uh, I don't love the odds here in this. This is not a great field, which means. Uh, JT was the one I actually like. Justin Thomas, eleven to one though. I feel like the Josh method of waiting until after the first round might be a, a decent play. Uh, I mentioned that I believe this is a bombers course, so I th- the two bombers that I've identified are Minwoo Lee plus thirty five hundred and Sahith Tagala at plus four thousand. Uh, Tigi had an, a little bit of an off year last year. I like the way that he has started this year. Um, so that that's leading me to him. I also remember him a few years ago playing well out there. It just feels like it's a setup again for these guys who really just hammer the hell out of the ball. Uh, so give me two there. Min Woo and the Teagues. Uh, let's go with your picks. Bennett, your winners. All right. Well, I only had one because that's all you need because one's going to hit. Okay. <laughs> so like I mentioned, I was just in Vegas last week and um, – Two things jumped out at me. It's my first time ever in Vegas, which I think Julia used to Is that right? My first ever time in Vegas. Okay. So two things jumped out at me. Wait, how old one, are you? I'm 30. My very You're first time. 30 and you never went to Vegas in your 20s? No. It's crazy. I don't know. Isn't that hard to believe? I, I feel like I've went every, everywhere but Vegas. Um, first thing that jumped out at me, those casinos are really, really big and really, really nice. They are and weird. They, they, that is very interesting. To me. And I think everyone's going to notice if you don't have a betting app right now, like you mentioned, they're coming legally in about yeah. a month. 
you're going to notice that those betting apps work really, really well and they have really, really good technology. And it took a lot of money to build those apps and a lot of money to build those casinos. Yes. So that was the first thing that jumped out. I'll circle back to that. The second thing has nothing to do with betting. You guys will laugh at this. You think, oh, that casino is just one casino down. Yeah, they don't tell you that the one casino down is actually two miles. So you end up walking everywhere. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so did you did you get a ticket for a winner for this week or did you did you stick to your Tar Hill basketball? I stuck to my Tar Hill basketball uh, okay. odds. But the I was actually at the win and they did not have the waste management live betting yet. Um, okay. they they had live golf going and last week's tournament. So they did the win uh, sports book doesn't go live. I didn't know this. Cool thing to learn. doesn't go live on golf betting until the completion of the previous tournament. Yeah. So we'll write that down. Um, it's a major. Jordan, uh, yeah, they actually did have all the majors already up. So I picked Jordan, Jordan okay. Spieth, plus 1,800 to win. Like you mentioned, Scotty has the lowest odds I've seen in a while to win a tournament. And I do think, I really think, even though it would be a third straight win for him, which is very rare at one event, um, it's not that often that the favorite wins in, on the PGA Tour, but I, I can see a path for Scotty to win this week. But then I was reminded, wow, look at these big, beautiful buildings. They didn't get <laughs> built overnight. So I was like, ah, oh, let's just drop down a couple, try to find someone else. Um, that was a big name. And I'll tell you why I think it's going to be a big name. You guys will laugh at this. As much as the NFL is scripted and Taylor's in town and we got Kelsey in town, all the big stuff's looking at the Super Bowl. The PGA Tour needs to pick me up. They've had horrible winners this year. It has been terrible TV ratings. Nothing has gone good for PGA Tour. They've lost more players to live golf this year. Things are not good on tour. They need a big name player to win. They need it in dramatic fashion. They need it at one probably the most exciting uh, non-major event of the year. We'll have the big crowd. That's the best finish in the history of golf. Apparently the best three holes ever created. Pete Dye is, is just rolling over right now. But <laughs> the only guy that really, I think, can still move the needle like that, other than Rory, is Jordan. Scotty would be big. He's a big name player, but he's not Jordan Spieth. He doesn't yeah. quite move social media. He doesn't quite grab headlines. So Jordan is, uh, like I said, plus 1,800. It's not horrible for him. He's fifth in par five score and fourth in birdie average, sixth in putting. I said this probably 30 times last year. Everyone thinks Jordan only wins when he puts well. It really always comes down to his driving. If Jordan puts the ball in the fairway and he's, he has control of the driver, he's going to be in contention. And right now, so far this season, he's actually gaining a third stroke, which is really good for him off the tee. So he's gaining strokes off the tee. So I think Jordan can put it in the fairway. He'll get it on the green. Not the most difficult greens we talked about. So if he can roll some putts in, I can see a path to Jordan. But most importantly, Jay Monahan needs him to win. So find a way for Jordan to win. Well, usually he'll chip in or he'll come out of the sand and, and win in a playoff. So that would be what the PGA Tour uh, ordered up. Josh, what do you have for a winner? I've got two. Um, both have been playing well. The first one is going to be Thomas Dietrich. Okay. 70 Knocking to 1. Door. Yep. I mean, he finished, what, top five last week? He had the uh, – at uh, Past two weeks, he's been near the lead. Yeah, he had the lead going into the final round, and I think at uh, at Tory, and had the shot where he literally was 
hit the ball past the hole and it spun 40 feet back and then into the water on Saturday. And he was just like done, but he's 70 to one playing well. And the one that's a little bit shorter odds won last week when Wyndham wins, when, when Wyndham wins, he gets hot. We saw it last year. He won quail kind of got hot, obviously followed it up with the U S open. And more so that I like this number is it's still 28 to one. That seems to be a pretty steep number considering the quality of player that he is, considering how well he just played last week. Yeah, he just shot a 60 at uh, Pebble Golfers, Beach. Golfers can get hot. There's not, I mean, he's there's not as many good guys. That's a good thing, too. So Wyndham Clark 28 to 1, I think, is also great value kind of for what, what I'm getting out of it as well. So. Also a bomber. So I like it. I like it. I like all. I like all of our golf picks. If you look right now, maybe there. I'll put them right there. You'll see all of our picks for the Waste Management Open. Now it's time for some Super Bowl props. I don't know about you guys. I love the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl is how I got into gambling. Period. Uh, when I was five years old, six years old, I used to bet on the opening kickoff. I used to bet. Uh, with my dad. My dad was a high school football coach and all the other coaches. We'd watch the game together. Uh, Kevin Lorem would make chili. We'd sit there and we'd watch and we would bet on first play, run or pass. I'd bet a quarter. Uh, first drive, will it be a, a touchdown or a punt or a field goal? We'd bet a quarter. Uh, so that's actually how I legitimately got into gambling was the Super Bowl. And now, of course, the Super Bowl has become uh, just its own gambling entity. It is the biggest day of the year for everyone legally and, and illegally who, who gamble on the Super Bowl. So I, I tend to stay away from the ridiculous props. Something tells me, though, that Bennett probably has a ridiculous prop for me. So let's go to Bennett's ridiculous Super Bowl prop to start us off for the uh, Super Bowl 58 Niners and Chiefs. I do have a completely ridiculous prop, and I have a po- completely ridiculous result to this prop. Okay. So, obviously, the biggest story has nothing to do with the game, any of the players on the field, except for one player on the field and one person that will be in the stands. The current prop for showing Taylor Swift during the national anthem, she is – Minus 130 to be shown before Travis Kelsey, plus 120. Okay. Now, my theory here is, so we all are kind of familiar with the broadcast of the Super Bowl. They'll come on, they'll do all the pregame show, and then at 6 o'clock, it'll be like the real, like 6 o'clock we'll start, and then we'll start seeing all the on-field coverage of all of the big, uh, the players coming on the field. We'll do like God Bless America and then the National Anthem. By that time, we're going to have seen Taylor Swift probably 30 times, okay? So once we get to the National Anthem piece, I think we're going to need some Travis Kelsey coverage. So I don't think either of these will win. I think we're going to get a split screen simultaneously. Kelsey on one screen, Taylor on the other screen, resulting in a complete push. Nobody wins on the who is shown first, National Anthem, Taylor or Travis. We're going to get a push. I, I like this. I like the push. That's, that is, is that's a great thought. That is a great thought. I like it. And what are the odds of the push? So there were, uh, funny enough, on Odds Checker they didn't have a push. So I was like, hey, I guess what? I guess I'll just return the money on this because there's no way that they're not having a split screen. CBS is not missing this opportunity. Okay. 
I like this. I like, I like this exact. Uh, Josh, you have a Super Bowl bet for us? Yeah, mine's not as fun as Bennett's. Um, I just kind of I went and looked at Super Bowl MVPs from the past forever. It's, it's usually a quarterback. Right? Yep. But there's been two instances over the last, within the last 10 years, been a wide receiver. There was a Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Cooper you Boy, say Valdez Cantley, I'm going to hang up. And no, it's not going to be the Pac-Pro Valdez Cantley, but there's Cooper Cup and uh, Julian Edelman won a Super Bowl MVP. I looked at it. Now it's obviously going to. I don't know if necessarily the 49ers are going to win, but if they win, I like Debo Samuel at 21 to one to be the Super Bowl MVP. I think it's good value. It doesn't feel like it would be like a Brock Purdy type game, right? Like if the, if you're kind of doing the game script of if the Niners win, how is it going to happen? And it's like, yes, Brock, Brock Purdy might have to play well, but I could see it being a situation where like Christian McCaffrey or, you know, Debo Samuel end up being the MVPs because of some crazy plays and stuff that, that they do. So I just looked at the value. I like that value 21 to one Debo Samuel. So Debo's been hurt, so I could, you know, they get a week off. Who knows? Um, everyone should know that I have a 49ers ticket from August, so that means they're going to lose because Patrick Mahomes lives to pipe me, and I live to always have the runner-up. So if you're betting, I, I the hedge here to me, you mentioned the script, Bennett. I think Kelsey as the MVP, you can still get it at 12-1. to 1. That wow, seems That's pretty good return for a guy who just caught 11 passes in a football game and quite frankly was their only effing player on offense, not named Patrick Mahomes. Um, of course, now watch Pacheco go berserk. Um, but He was like 30 to 1. Like he's, yeah. <laughs> I thought about him too because... Yeah. Well, well, Bennett already spoiled this because my, my bet, as ridiculous as it might be, I, I had this right last year and I forgot it got overturned. Uh, first touchdown scorer, is yes, indeed, the Pack Pro Marquez Valdez Scantling. If you would have explained to any one of us in 2013 when he was a freshman at NC State that the guy dropping every single pass thrown to him was somehow not only going to be in the NFL, but be in the NFL 10 years later, we all would have lost every single piece of money you would have lost all of Heaster's assets. You would have lost all of the RTP mortgage assets. And I would be living under uh, an overpass down by the river in a van right now because there's just no way on God's green earth you could have told me that Marquez Valdez Scantling was going to play in the NFL. Yet here he is. It says here at 30 to 1 that he will be the first touchdown scorer in Super Bowl 58. So that's my big pick for Super Bowl 58. You can see all of the picks right there. I just put them on the screen. Isn't that cool? All of our golf picks, all of our Super Bowl picks. Appreciate you guys for taking some time. If you need a loan, check out Josh at RTP Mortgage. If you need a car, check out Bennett at Heaster Automotive Group. Guys, appreciate you. Let's do it again. We have the players. Is that the next big tournament we'll be interested in? Me. I know I'll watch them all, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, we can come back next week. I'm all good. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm now locked in on PGA. Oh, we gotta, do it. <laughs> next, week, next week, we'll be back. You know why? The the big cat. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. there's no doubt. Then we're in. Genesis. We'll be we're in Genesis. Out in, in LA. You're right. And it's a signature event, too. So 
We'll be back next week on the OG Gambling Syndicate. Appreciate you guys. See you then.